Hi, YouTubers and wet shavers everywhere. It's SparkerGeorgeToon.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? I got a new mug and I got a new coffee. Hang on one minute. Wow, that is a wonderful, wonderful cup of coffee. And check out the coffee mug this morning. Look at that. This came courtesy of viewer Alex Lopez. Alex, thank you very much. He sent along a note here and he said, I'm sure you will enjoy drinking your hot coffee in this new trusty mug. I have one myself and I absolutely love it. Yeah, it's absolutely a gorgeous, gorgeous coffee mug. Look at that. It's a Captain's Choice coffee mug. I'll get a link to this if you're interested. This is their Mariner's Coffee Mug. Absolutely beautiful. It is proudly handcrafted in America. And as they write on their uh, product page, they say, your coffee is about to start tasting a whole lot better. Finally, you can have a coffee mug with that irresistible nautical appeal. Designed with a nicely flared base and a secure thumb rest right here. That big secure thumb rest. That is really, really, <laughs> that is absolutely terrific. A secure thumb rest and that whimsical swirl inside the bottom. The Mariner's Coffee Mug is as good as it gets. I absolutely agree 100%. It's just a beautiful mug, and it's got that Captain's Choice logo right there. Absolutely beautiful. My thanks to Alex Lopez for sending it along. It really is a terrific, terrific coffee mug. And the coffee we have this morning is brand new. I received this from my uh, nephew Tommy. He recently vacationed in Hawaii, and he sent this back to me. This is Hualalai coffee. This is Hawaiian coffee right here. How about that? And this is a wonderful, wonderful cup of coffee. As it, as it reads on the back of the, uh, the package here, Hualalai Estates 100% Hawaiian coffee uh, is grown in the mild tropical climate of the Big Island, known for its fertile volcanic soil, natural shade, and just the right amount of rain. We roast it to perfection, and the result is a full-bodied coffee that is low in acidity with no bitter aftertaste. Absolutely. This is a wonderful, wonderful cup of coffee. Hang on. Wow, this is just absolutely fantastic. It is full-bodied. There is no bitter aftertaste at all. It's a smooth cup of coffee. I am really enjoying Hualalai coffee. Yeah, I pronounced that right again. And it's absolutely terrific. All the way from Hawaii, 100% Hawaiian coffee. I will have a link to their website, which is on the back of the package. It is www.konagrown.com. Now, I, know if you can't, I don't know if you can see that. Uh, I'll let you get a screenshot of this. It may not be clear, but I will definitely get you the link to their website where you can get some of this because this really is a wonderful cup of coffee. And uh, you know what? Paired up with the uh, Captain's Choice Mariner's coffee mug. Wow. <laughs> An absolutely great cup of coffee this morning. And I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. As we like to say on the show, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug. Let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Absolutely. And hey, if you're taking me on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really, really do appreciate it. We got a great, great show for you this morning. It's Cyber Monday. I hope you're taking advantage of some of those Cyber Monday sales. One off the top of my head is the folks at Supply. Their Black Friday sale, which was going all November, uh, 
ends today on Cyber Monday, so you might want to check that out. Take advantage of some of the sales on supply shaving gear. Their SC single edge injector razor, their their Supply Pro adjustable single edge injector razor, that sort of thing. Their shave creams. Uh, that's that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head, but I'm sure there are a lot of Cyber Monday sales out there. Amazon has some Cyber Monday sales. If I come across anything of interest from Amazon and their Cyber Monday sales, I will be t- tweeting those out today here and there. So, uh, you know, kind of tune into my uh, Twitter channel and see if uh, there's anything that uh, anything of interest comes across uh, the Twitter waves, uh, so to speak, in regards to Cyber Monday sales. But we've got a great show. We've got some great content for you this morning. Great coffee, great mug, everything's great. I ha- By the way, before we begin, I had a great shave this morning. Absolutely wonderful uh, with Phoenix Shaving Space Nog. Wow, was this great. It's got a great Bay Rum vibe to it. Very, very seasonal. Perfect for the holidays. Wow, and uh, used a very, very special razor with that. We'll get into that uh, a little bit later on the show. Stay tuned for that. But we got a lot of great content this morning. My thanks to all the viewers out there who contributed. And let's kick it off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Okay, this morning shaving tip comes from viewer Gary Andrews, and he writes, Good morning, Mark. I always enjoy your informative shaving videos in the Monday morning mailbag. I never thought I would actually look forward to a Monday morning. (laughs) Thanks very much, Gary. I appreciate that. I, like many other wet shavers, have fallen down that darn rabbit hole of too much shaving products. The topic came up on a video about diminishing scent or fragrance, of soaps, balms, or aftershaves if kept for an extended period of time. I have enough soaps, balms, and aftershaves that would last me about, say, 200 years. For those items I don't plan on using for a long time, I have a system to preserve the scent and overall product. I borrow my wife's food saver where the air is vacuumed out and then the package is vacuum sealed. Now there is nothing to degrade the products. No air in, no air out. I have included a picture to show what this looks like before it is stored in a very large closet. I have used this system for several years and it has always worked. Hopefully others might find this useful. Gary Andrews. Gary, when I read that, I thought, wow, that is a fantastic, fantastic tip. And you know, with all the Cyber Monday sales going on and all the holiday sales, uh, if you don't have one of these vacuum sealers, uh, there might be several of them uh, on sale through Amazon or through other online retailers, Walmart, that sort of thing. So uh, an absolutely great, great tip to extend the scent and the fragrance and the um, actual product integrity over a long period of time by vacuum sealing it. Wow. Absolutely great, great tip, uh, Gary. Thank you so very, very much. And to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George Sketch. So please email me your snail mail address at mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George Sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Send that shaving tip 
to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it on the morning shaving tips segment of the Monday Morning Mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So thanks very much for the great shaving tip, Gary. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have an extra shaving tip from viewer Mark Bagwell this morning, and he writes, Today I applied Cider House 5 aftershave. Man, I love that scent. Cider House 5 is one of my top scents ever. One thing I'm doing now is, after pouring the aftershave in my palm, is I rub both palms in it and then wait 5 to 10 seconds before applying. This allows the excess alcohol to cook off before applying. It's the excess alcohol that makes it so drying. I learned this from Douglas in an episode of I'd Rather Be Lathering. This goes to show how important these shave channels are. So much to learn. Uh, yeah, and I asked him to just uh, clarify that a little bit, and he said, yes, after shave with alcohol. The air cooks off the excess alcohol. PAA aftershave has a high amount of alcohol and alcohol is drying. So pour a liberal amount of aftershave into your palm and then rub your palms together so that it's not pooled and count 10 seconds. It still has alcohol, but much less. Wow, I never knew that. I just kind of just put it in my palm and just splash it on. And uh, this, is, this is really a great, great extra shaving tip. My thanks to Mark Bagwell for this. Because uh, if you do have a little bit of drying from your aftershave splash that is alcohol-based, whether it be PAA, Sterling, uh, or whatever, um, this is a great way to kind of overcome that. So thanks very much for passing that along, Mark. And also thanks to Douglas for uh, the, the origin of this tip. Really do appreciate it, gentlemen. Thanks again very, very much. Okay, this next item really doesn't have anything to do with shaving, shaving tip, a shave den, that sort of thing. It kind of falls under the category of a few other things. As we say on the show, let's talk a little about shaving and a few other things. So this item falls under the category of a few other things. And it comes from viewer Dustin Wybrandt. And he wrote, hey, Mark. I'm catching up watching the show Thanksgiving evening. I wanted to add another tip regarding uses for old coffee cans. Fishing rod holders. Remove the bottom ends of coffee cans. A can opener will work well. Attach cans to a board. Measure appropriate length before mounting to wall. I noticed this on a trip up to my grandparents' house. I was in the garage and just by chance looked up. Gone but not forgotten, my grandpa is still giving me guidance and great tips. And instead of the fishing poles laying in a corner inviting negative comments, now they are out of the way and a great conversation piece. Anyway, it's not shaving, but hey, I thought it was worth mentioning. Keep it up. Dustin Wybrandt, a.k.a. Whisker Barrel Shaves. Hey, Dustin, absolutely Great, great tip on repurposing some of these old coffee cans we might have around. I mean, it really is pertinent to the show because, you know, <laughs> we talk about coffee and, yeah, coffee comes in those cans and you want to repurpose them. This is an absolutely great, great tip from your late grandfather. Wow, absolutely wonderful. Thanks for sending along the photo and giving the instruction. And I'm sure there are a lot of uh, viewers out there who not only shave, but they fish, and they'll probably find this very, very useful. So thanks again, Dustin. Really do appreciate it. 
Okay, this is your weekly reminder regarding the podcast. The Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. All you have to do is search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and it should come right up. Not only can you get the Monday Morning Mailbag in podcast form, but you can also get our other podcast show, Second Cup. So just get to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more. It's available again on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. If you don't see it on your favorite streaming service, just drop me a line at mondaymailbag at gmail.com and we'll try to get it all sorted out. But it should be up there, Monday Morning Mailbag and more, where you can get the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast and also Second Cup. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Yeah, nothing like a great cup of coffee and a great shave to start off the morning. Am I right? Yeah, really, really terrific. I went back for a refill. I hope you sure did the same. Love getting together with you and talking all things traditional wet shave with you on the Monday morning mailbag. And the refill segment is one of my favorites because the viewers just come through with some wonderful, wonderful, informative comments. And we're going to kick it off with something from Mark Bagwell who wrote, Always hang a natural hairbrush. Synthetics are not that big of a deal. Simpson says to do either, and it's fine. Some people have argued about needing to hang a natural hairbrush, but it's funny how many of them also complain about brush shedding. With all my brushes, I've never had a shedder. But then I always take care of how I use them. When soaking, I never let the brush sit in water up to the handle. That's soaking the glue in hot water, and I always hang dry. So they can disagree with me, but I'll continue to do my brush care as usual. It's worked so far. Some people drop their brush in the sink and let them soak up water that way. I never do this. It's allowing hot water to soak the glue of a knot. I won't do this on any brush, not even a synthetic. Well, I do it, but I'm using warm, tepid water. I'm not using hot, hot water. Uh, a word about Simpsons. They say it's all right to sit any brush upright as long as it's dry enough, but I disagree. A natural hairbrush stores water inside the hairs, which makes them expand. You can't get them dry enough to let them sit upright when still wet. That's why I say always hang a natural hairbrush. As far as your routine, keep doing it if it's working. Warm water is not as damaging as hot, as I just mentioned before, because we were exchanging some comments here. So the glue may not care if it's warm. But speaking for myself, it's not something I do. Uh, a brush is a tool. Take care of your tools, and they will take care of you. Mark, a really, really terrific, terrific informative comments regarding shaving brushes, the care for them, soaking them, and hanging them to dry. We talked about this in a previous Monday morning mailbag. So thanks for giving us all this really, really wonderful information. Really do appreciate it. Charles Price wrote, Mark, I have used unscented Vanderhagen soap and scented it with Stetson Black Cologne. It smells great, and thankfully, my wife likes it too. Laugh out loud. We talked about 
Uh, bringing back the scent of a shave soap by putting a little bit of aftershave or cologne in the puck. That seems to work, and Charles has confirmed that. Thanks very much for that, Charles. Really do appreciate it. Robert Ross sent along a couple of quotes from Mantic 59 of the Sharpologist in regards to synthetic shaving brushes. Uh, and the first one is, quote, the new PAA Stygian and Roswell synthetic fibers are amazing, and I say this as someone who was previously a badger hair snob, unquote. This is in regards to our discussion uh, on synthetic shaving brushes. I've often commented that synthetic shaving brushes keep getting better and better and better. The synthetic fibers improve month after month after month. There are some synthetic brushes out there. You can't tell the difference between a natural hairbrush and a synthetic fiber brush. I mean, it really is amazing. I know the Vikings blade fire mirror. This felt like a badger brush to me. It's a, it's a synthetic. It felt like a badger brush to me. And I had to do a double check and make sure that it was synthetic and not real badger hair. That's how good uh, that's how good this felt, really. And of course, the Doppler, uh, one of the latest uh, shaving brushes from Phoenix Shaving, this is their Parahelion Hybrid Synthetic Brush. Boy, does this feel nice. This really does. It's another one that feels so wonderful. You swear this, this is a natural hair brush, and it's synthetic. And of course, it's got that great, great handle. Great, great vintage homage, an homage to a great vintage shaving brush. Really, really terrific. Love, love, love this shaving brush. Uh, here is the, um, uh, the other comment that Robert Ross uh, sent along. He wrote, uh, Mantic 59, the Sharpologist, agrees with you regarding the quality of PAA shaving brushes. He writes, quote, the Phoenix Artisan Accoutrements Amber Aerolite Synthetic Shaving Brush uses synthetic fibers that I think come closest to both the feel and the performance of a great badger hairbrush for a fraction of the price, unquote. Yeah, another, another great brush out there that feels like a natural hairbrush, the Amber Aerolite. Boy, I love, love, love this brush. And again, it's got that great vintage style shaving brush handle absolutely fantastic. This is definitely a favorite. And yeah, it just has that great, great natural hair feel, even though it's a synthetic shaving brush, really. Uh, and again, whether you get uh, this one right here, the uh, Amber Aerolite or the Doppler, you're getting some really, really good, good quality synthetic shaving brushes from uh, Phoenix Shaving at a really, really nice price point too. So thanks for passing that along, Robert. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Steve M. wrote, great show, Mark. I have been wet shaving for about seven years and never really had an issue with scent loss of my soaps. I load my brush directly from the puck with a wet brush. I always worried that the soaps could go rancid with the tallow and oils, but it has never been a problem for me. Have a great week. Again, this is another, um, another instance where uh, Steve has confirmed that if you take care of the shave soaps, you let them dry out. I'm assuming you're letting it dry out, Steve. Uh, that, uh, you know, they'll last a good long time. So thanks very much for confirming that, Steve. Really do appreciate it. Ron Wright wrote, very good 3MB. Regarding soap longevity, I think the folks that have had the cella go bad, those soaps being tallow-based may have just been part of an off batch, just a hunch. Think of all the vintage new old stock soaps like the Williams and Old Spice, for example, are still good and giving a great shave. Thanks for all you do. Have a stellar 
Uh, yes, a nod to PAA Thanksgiving. Yeah, I had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you folks out there had a great Thanksgiving as well. Uh, and yeah, Ron, thanks very much for uh, the comment on that. A lot of those new old stock soaps that are you know, 30, 40, 50 years old, yeah, the scent is there, the performance is there. Obviously, they're just new old stock. They've never been opened and used, and they've seen the last a good long time. But it also kind of hints and confirms that if you take care of your soap, you let them dry out, uh, you store them properly, they'll last a good long time as well. Bart Bartlett wrote, A lot of comments about shaving soap longevity, but I didn't hear any comments about soaps going bad. All of mine, soaps, cropes, and creams, have lasted with no issues. And I don't do anything special. I just shake out any liquid, put the lid back on, and wipe off the container. By the way, the PAA artifact shaved great. I probably won't shave with it that often. It was more of a nostalgic purchase to support PAA. That tip about adding cologne to an unscented or lightly scented puck intrigued me. I have a lightly scented puck of Vander Hagen that I plan to add some classic aqua velva aftershave to to see if it works. As far as safety razor head stability, I've never had issues with any of my two-piece, three-piece, or twist-to-open safety razors. Just make sure to check blade alignment after tightening the heads. Good content in today's Monday morning mailbag. Happy Thanksgiving, Mark. Hey, thanks very much for that, Bart. I really, really do appreciate it. I hope you had a, had a nice Thanksgiving with your uh, family. And uh, yeah, a great discussion about some of the things we touched on. Uh, and I'm glad to hear that your soap longevity <laughs> works for you. I let my soaps dry a good 24 hours before recapping them. Sometimes I'll wipe out the excess cream that's inside. I certainly wipe out the, uh, the outside of the container. And after it's dried for a good 24 hours, at least a good 24 hours, then I'll recap them and store them away. That's been my routine. And so far, you know, so far so good, knock wood. Viewer Jimmy V Photography checked in. And he wrote, a cold razor is the way to go. I am a total cold shaver. I'll use warm water to whip up the lather, but my splashes are all ice water. While lathering, the head of the razor is immersed in ice water. The console and the copper dock get amazingly cold. Feels wonderful. I just broke out my Space Nog and Blue Sawwind, both from last year. No scent or performance loss. Just make sure to let the soap dry overnight and you're good. Scrape if that's your thing, but you won't lose anything by loading the brush from the tub if you let it dry. I just pop on the shelf and later in the next day, cover it back up. Uh, he writes here about the uh, Phoenix Shaving uh, Shave Soap Mall Balls, Mall Balls release. You'll love Mall Balls. It is truly wonderful. The scent hangs in there all day. Probably one of my favorite things about letting a soap dry, I can smell it when I go near the shave den. <laughs> very, very good point. We talked about mall balls last week uh, in new shave gear. Uh, yeah, uh, a great, great scent from Phoenix Shaving. Uh, he continues, I think two-piece razors are inherently a bit more stable. In the case of the Rex Ambassador and Console, when tightened, they stay tightened. But if tightened properly, a well-made three-piece should be fine. Like you, I check the three-piece tightness as I'm shaving. 
Just something I do after I didn't with my Feather ASD2 and the head spun and let the blade cut into me. Trust me, that happens to you once. You aren't going to let it happen again. Laugh out loud. As always, another wonderful Monday morning mailbag. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Yeah, hey, thanks for the Thanksgiving wishes again, uh, Jimmy. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving yourself. And yeah, the uh, two-piece uh, razor like the console right here, there is a, a real nice stability to it. But I agree with you. If you have a really well-made three-piece razor, it'll be stable as well. So thanks very much for those comments, Jimmy. Really do appreciate it. Gavin Calkins wrote, This channel gets the award of Best YouTube Find this year because it introduced me to PAA. I've been shaving with the Cube 2.0, Diver Down CK6, Metaphor Razor with Kai Blades for two weeks now, and honestly, it makes shaving an experience I look forward to each morning. Well done, Mark. Keep up the great work. Well, Gavin, thanks very much for the kind words, but I can't take all the credit. All the credit goes to Phoenix Shaving for really, really offering some wonderful wet shaving products. Absolutely. And credit goes to all the viewers out there because they are the ones that, that uh, introduced me to artisan soap makers. Uh, when I first started this channel uh, and my wet shaving journey, uh, I was using good shave soaps, commercial shave soaps like uh, Tabak, Parasso, Chella, uh, that sort of thing. And viewers were the ones who said, Mark, you have to try an artisan soap maker. And Sterling led to Phoenix Shaving, which led to Sudsy Soapery, which led to a lot of other artisan soap makers out there. And they're all wonderful. But yes, I agree with you. Phoenix Shaving and CK6, that is really, really something special. That really is one that I absolutely, absolutely love. Absolutely love it. And I'm so glad that it's working for you. And uh, thanks very much for confirming how great the Phoenix Shaving Wet Shaving Gear is. Really, really happy to hear that, Gavin. Thanks so much. Uh, Pap Whiskers wrote, Dapper Shave said that you can stand the brush upright. You don't have to hang them because water evaporates up. I found it interesting and I am too new to say which is right, hang it or stand it up. I can see both as valid. I currently hang mine, but mine is a synthetic. Uh, hey, Paps Whiskers, I seem to recall this discussion somewhere, somewhere on a forum, or maybe it was on this channel. I can't quite remember. But yeah, there was some mention that if you, that if you stand the brush up, uh, then it will evaporate upward. I don't know. That's that's really an interesting comment. If any of the viewers out there uh, would like to have their say on it, really, please comment below and let us know. What do you think? Uh, hang it or just stand it like this so that the water evaporates upward. And that's something else that I've heard. And I've also heard... Uh, or seen a post by a wet shaver or two who says, you should stand up the brush. That's why they give it a flat base like that. <laughs> that makes sense as well. Uh, thanks very much for that, Paps Whiskers. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Patrick Robluski. Patrick, I hope I got your name right. Patrick Robluski wrote, I for one am partial to the previous triple milled hard pucks. They weigh less, but I guarantee they will last longer than the current soft formula. 
your shave today does demonstrate that the new soap worked really, really well. Now, this is in regards to uh, the shave I did with uh, Fine this past Friday with Fine's Bay Rum Shave Soap. This is their 21st century soap base. And I did give it a quick comparison to the American blend, their previous uh, soap base, their soap formula. And Patrick is right. The, uh, the new soap formula is very, very soft. This is a soft, that's a very, very soft soap. I mean, it's very, very easy to push your finger into that. Uh, I guess you could call it a crope. It is a very, very soft, soft soap. Uh, but it really does make a wonderful, wonderful lather. Whereas their previous uh, formula, their previous version, this is American Blend. Uh, yeah, this is definitely harder. I don't know if this, well, I don't know if this one is triple milled or not, but this is the previous version that I have, and it is harder. It's the hardness I can compare to a Tabak tallow-based shave soap. That's kind of the way um, it impresses me. And I got to tell you, I've had this for over a year, and the scent is still there, and the performance is still there, just so you know. Yeah, the scent is just absolutely beautiful, of American blend. So uh, there you go. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I guess six of one, half dozen of the other. I mean, I I think this will last. I think this will last. You know, it just depends on how you. It just depends on how much you load. I guess uh, over the long run, that's kind of the way I look at it. But uh, it really is a terrific, terrific shave soap. I like the Bay Rum scent and uh, the American blend in the previous formula. Very, very good. Uh, the scent is still there and the performance is still there after about a year. So that's good news as well. So Patrick, thanks very much for the comment. Really, really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's refill segment. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really, really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. All right, time to check out some new shaving gear. Viewer Jimmy V Photography checked in once more, and he wrote, Hi, Mark. Love the Monday morning mailbag, as if I wouldn't. And thanks very much, Jimmy. That's very nice of you to say. I have the battle on order. It's too bad they couldn't have kept the original name, the battle of NYC. I believe I bought the last tub of the battle of NYC from Pasteur Pharmacy in New York City. I had ordered the splash too, but the last bottle went just before my order got in. So I just got their last tub of soap. Here's a photo of my unused tub of the original. I thought maybe you might find it interesting to compare on camera with the new updated cover artwork. Well, here's the updated cover artwork right here. And we'll put that side by side with uh, the photo that uh, Jimmy V sent along. And if I have a... Uh, Another photo of the uh, artwork here of the uh, the newer tub. Uh, I'll put that side by side so you can kind of get a closer look of uh, of the newer label versus the older label right there. And uh, yeah, thanks very much for sending this along, Jimmy V. Uh, let us know how this newer version compares scent wise with the older version, that sort of thing. It sounds like you have well, you said unused, yeah. So. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of neat that it's unused. It's kind of like a, a piece of unobtainium now. I mean, you can't get the battle of NYC. You can get the battle as this is 
a new release from Phoenix Shaving. I had a shave with it. The scent is amazing. CK6 is amazing. I absolutely, absolutely love it. Uh, so check out that review uh, that I did. I think it was last week. And uh, it really was. It just really is a terrific, terrific shave soap. And Jimmy, thanks very much for sharing an original tub of the Battle of NYC with us. That is really, really neat. And please compare the scents and compare it as much as you can. I know you probably don't want to use it because really it's, kind of, it's a keepsake now, I would think. Absolutely. So thanks very much for sending that along, Jimmy. Really, really do appreciate it. Well, now that we're in the thick of the holiday season, we've got some great holiday shave soaps out there. I already mentioned one this morning, Space Nog from Phoenix Shaving. Absolutely love this. Perfect, perfect scent for the holiday season. And it does have a Bay Rum vibe going on there. Oh, my gosh, is this great. And of course, I'm going to leave this uncapped because I did use it. And maybe even wipe out some of that excess there. But uh, I had a great shave with it this morning before cameras rolled. And uh, going from my shave to uh, the camera right here, I just wiped the outside of the container and I forgot to wipe the inside of the container. But we're going we're gonna to let that dry out now and the scent will kind of waft around a little bit. Absolutely marvelous, marvelous scent. So there's your first holiday shave soap, Christmas shave soap. Uh, it's from Phoenix Shaving uh, Space Dog. Really, really, really terrific. Also from Wet the Face, we now have Silent Night. Now, when I talked about this in a previous Monday morning mailbag, I didn't find it online. It's up there right now. Silent Night is back. And this is a marvelous, marvelous scent. Oh, yeah. And this is a year old. This is a year old. And the scent is there. The scent is absolutely beautiful. There's no scent loss at all from Silent Night, from What the Face is Silent Night. They also have another uh, holiday offering called Christmas time. So check that one out as well. Christmas time looks really, really nice. And also from the folks at Sterling, this is one that I purchased uh, last year, uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, this is really, really nice too. Let me just get a, let me just, yeah, the scent is still there. And as I recall in my review, and if I didn't mention in my review, I'm going to mention it now. This reminds me of a crisp, cold, Christmas Eve uh, when I went to a midnight mass. Uh, it's got that kind of feel. It's, it just evokes all those memories. Uh, the scents and the, the cool, cold air, a light snow coming down. Yeah, this one definitely evokes that kind of memory. So yeah, and there's no scent loss with this either. And of course, uh, Sterling has some great, great performance. So there you go. You got uh, four great uh, holiday shave soaps that I know of. If you know of any others, please comment below. Let us know. We'll get links to them and talk about them uh, on the next Monday morning mailbag. But right now we have uh, Space Nog from Phoenix Shaving, which is awesome. A Silent Night and uh, Christmas Time, uh, Silent Night and Christmas Time from Wet the Face and also Christmas Eve from Sterling Soap Company. Okay, we have something really, really special to show you uh, on this morning's new Shave Gear segment. Uh, this came from viewer Alex Lopez. This is something that was mentioned by viewer Jacob Heron. Alex Lopez sent this to the channel. Thank you very, very much, Alex. Really do appreciate it. Here it is, folks. The Aylesworth Dracant 
safety razor. Here it is right here. There it is. I put it back in the packaging so you can see how it arrived. Absolutely spectacular, spectacular razor. I've already had a few shaves with it. And again, this is just an absolutely exceptional superlative razor. Uh, as Alex wrote in his very, very kind note to me, the razor is the Dracant by Aylesworth Razors. It's forged from 100% marine grade 316 stainless steel and CNC machined. It's manufactured by Yates Precision Manufacturing. The specs are as follows. Blade gap is 0.73 millimeter and the blade exposure is neutral. I really think this will become one of your favorite razors. It's very smooth and efficient. You will definitely get a close, comfortable shave. Absolutely. Absolutely. This razor just is, just gives a stellar, stellar shave. Absolutely beautiful. Now, if we go up to their product page where they talk about the razor and they have a uh, some more information here. Uh, they write, inspired by the legendary craftsmanship of ancient Norse blacksmiths, the Dracant or Dragon Edge has been painstakingly engineered to provide a careful balance between aesthetics, comfort, and efficiency. Forged from 100% marine grade 316 stainless steel and manufactured to exacting standards by one of the most trusted CNC houses in the safety razor business, this functional work of art delivers a precisely optimized shave experience that has rapidly developed a reputation for being at the top of its class. I absolutely agree with this. This, this has delivered some beautiful, beautiful shaves. I have used the Gillette Platinum Swede razor blade in this and also a feather. Uh, boy, just got fantastic, fantastic shaves with this. And yes, this is what I used this morning with Space Dog. I used the Dracant with a feather blade this morning, and it just delivered an absolutely wonderful, wonderful, beautiful, beautiful BBS shave. Really, really a beautiful shave. Uh, and they also have two other base plates that you can get with this. Uh, if you want to, plus base plate and also an open comb base plate. And they also offer an inkwell stand for it as well. Uh, there's a right here, fully covered tabs, Higby threading, unique serial number, superior blade clamping, and trademark Dracant handle knurling right there. That is wonderful, wonderful knurling. It, it has an almost barber pole type of design there, but it has these channels that uh, run through the length of the handle here. Really affords a beautiful, beautiful grip. Wonderful weight and balance, superior blade clamping. Really, there is absolutely no slip or slop when the blade is installed in this razor head. We talked about the stability of razor heads. This one is very, very stable. Once you put the blade in and you snug it up, uh, it's not going anywhere. It really is. Very, very solid, uh, and it just delivers an absolutely wonderful, wonderful shave. So if uh, if you don't prefer this milder base plate, you can get something that is a little more aggressive, uh, both in a uh, straight, straight bar and also in an open comb. Now, speaking of the straight bar, it has this wonderful um, scalloped design right here. 
And let me show you uh, the lathering, or the lather channels. Let me just show you those right here, all right? You can see these channels right here. They're very large and very generous. Uh, the lather just moves away from the blade. I point that out in a couple of reviews that I've already shot with this. It just moves out of the way. When you contrast that to some other razors uh, that I've talked about, uh, including the Yates Precision Manufacturing winning razor, uh, this one is a very, very fine razor, but uh, the lather doesn't move out of the way. Let me show you what the difference is between those lathering channels with the winning razor right here. Uh, this was uh, courtesy, I made the purchase from viewer Charles Smith, and uh, he did a high polish to it. You can see that it has these holes here, which is nice and decorative, but it really doesn't move the lather out of the way as efficiently as the Dracant. Uh, so uh, it does a nice job in shaving, but you have to rinse this more often than the Dracant. The Dracant, I can take... Uh, uh, swipe after swipe after swipe during my shave, and I don't have to. Uh, I don't have to rinse as often. It really is amazing. Let me show you what the Dracant looks like uh, as it stacks up against uh, these other Yates Precision Manufacturing razors that I have. Just showed you the winning razor. Here's the winning razor right here, and here's the Dracant. You can see the difference between the two of them right there. About the same size, right? You can see that the beautiful thin profile of the razor head on the Dracant right there. Uh, really very, very nice. Here it is next to the Merica razor that comes also from the Wet Shaving Company, the same uh, source as the uh, winning razor. You can see that the Merica razor is a little shorter, okay? And again, uh, the Dracant has that wonderful, wonderful slim profile to the razor head. Uh, and again, uh, the, the Merica razor has, I believe, what is called as a stone wash finish to it. Uh, here is... The 926M, thanks again to Beth Jones. Uh, see, it's a longer, more slender handle on the 921M. And again, that beautiful, slender, slim head, razor head on the Dracant uh, right there. You can just, you can just, it just has a really nice uh, elegance. It does look like a work of art. I've commented that it has this really, really masculine look to it, but also looks like a work of art. It just has, those two ideas intersect with this razor right here. Just delivers an absolutely beautiful, beautiful shave. So uh, I'll have a link to it. Again, sincere heartfelt thanks to Alex Lopez for sending this along because we've talked about it. Now that it's arrived, I've done a couple of reviews on it. I'll be editing those and hopefully we'll get them posted here within the next week or so. Uh, just an absolutely, absolutely wonderful, wonderful razor. And yes, uh, a lot of wet shavers out there, or not a lot of them, but there are some wet shavers out there who compare the Dracant to the Carve Overlander. I'll give you a look at those side by side right there so you can see about the same size. And yeah, again, that, uh, that uh, Dracant has that wonderful slim, profile to the razor head, even when it's compared, even when you compare it to the Carve Overlander. But yes, it does deliver a similar shave to the o Overlander. Uh, either of these razors, uh, the Overlander or Dracon, or any of the other ones that I've showed you, make an absolutely fantastic, fantastic Christmas gift. They all really deliver a wonderful, wonderful, smooth, efficient, 
nick-free, cut-free, irritation-free shave. Uh, I've just had some delightful, delightful shaves with the uh, Dracont razor. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And I hope I'm pronouncing the name correctly, Dracont. I don't know if that's correct or not. If I'm wrong, please correct me in the comments below. Let me know. But I'm calling it the Dracont. That's the way it rolls off my tongue. And uh, whether you call it the Dracont or the Dracont or however you pronounce it, regardless, it's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic razor. My sincere thanks to Alex Lopez. Thank you so much for your support of the channel, Alex. Really, really do appreciate it. Folks, this is an absolutely wonderful, wonderful razor. If you're looking for a high-end razor to give as a Christmas gift this year to the wet shaver in your life, check out the Aylesworth Dracont. Beth Jones checked in and she gave us a heads up that Henson now offers a razor stand for their Henson razor. We'll have a link below, but here, here's a look of uh, what it looks like. And it looks like it appears that the Henson stand is going to be good for their new Henson razor or a previous model that you may have purchased, something like I have. And it's a really nice looking razor stand. Very different, very unique from some of the other razor stands that you've seen uh, out there, uh, like the Inkwell stands that we've mentioned on the program and have shown you uh, in past episodes. This stand is really very, very unique and a really, really neat design. And again, it appears that it will accommodate the newer configuration of the Henson razor as well as previous configurations of the Henson razor. That's just a guess on my part. But check it out. Thanks to Beth Jones for giving us a heads up on this. And thanks very much for the link, Beth. Really do appreciate it. We will provide the link below, folks. The Henson Razor Stand for the Henson Razor. Beth Jones also passed along word regarding Filoso Razor Blades. They have some new packaging. And they're also emphasizing the fact that the blades can be broken in half and used in shavettes, that sort of thing. I think they want to emphasize that part of their marketing strategy to some of the barbers who might frequent their website and looking for razor blades, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, so they changed the packaging and Beth wanted to know why. And uh, she inquired and they very kindly responded to her. We changed the packaging for two reasons. First, is more sturdy and protects the blades better during shipping. And the second reason is the ability to sample out small boxes. We noticed that 100 blades was a little too much for some barbers and they will share them in the shop, but now it's convenient to share a small box. Uh, well, how about that? Uh, they also say, we will be changing the graphics to remove so much text in the future, but at the moment it's been working fine and we have gotten good feedback. So uh, they'll be changing the uh, the packaging around. This is the uh, the previous packaging that I happen to have, and uh, I can understand that, uh, yeah, you get a, a box of 100 like this, and you want to kind of share them a little bit. Maybe putting them in the smaller packaging, smaller boxes might help with that. But just wanted to point that out, that uh, the Filoso brand of uh, razor blades are out there. They're still available. They've changed their packaging around. And this also uh, kind of uh, harkens back to our discussion of razor blade transportation and care. So it looks like they're doing the same thing. They're making their packaging a little sturdier so there is less 
displayed wear when it's being transported. We change the packaging for two reasons. First, it's more sturdy and protects the blades better during shipping. Yeah, we, we talked about those little glue dots and things like that on a blade wrapper uh, to uh, cut down on the wear of the blade while it's wrapped up like that. Maybe this has something to do with it. I'm not sure. But it's great to hear that they're improving the packaging and that they're also uh, pointing out that uh, they can be snapped in half and uh, putting them in smaller boxes, that sort of thing. So thanks very much to uh, uh, Beth Jones for passing along information on Filoso razor blades. These are great. Check them out. I'll have links below. Viewer Unknown Unknown wrote, I bought a Rockwell T2. The knob is really tight though. You got to squeeze the knob pretty hard to grip it in order to turn to open and close the doors. Is that normal? All my other razors twist really easily. Uh, you know what? I haven't had a problem with my Rockwell T2 at all. This is an absolutely wonderful adjustable razor. Uh, the one thing that's really, really nice about this is that it's very reminiscent of a Gillette Slim or a Gillette Fat Boy in that you have a two-stage kind of closing of the doors. Uh, with the Gillette Slim or the Gillette Fat Boy, you close the doors and then you give it that extra quarter twist to lock everything in place. With the Rockwell T2, it's very, very similar. You would put the blade in and then close the doors and then you get right there to where it, it stops, it stops, and then you give it another two, two and a half full turns to lock everything in place. And everything is locked down in place. We talked about the stability of twist to open razors, three-piece razors, two-piece razors, that sort of thing. This is very, very stable. Everything is locked in place. And of course, it's fully adjustable, smoothly adjusts from one to six. Really, really terrific. I don't know if you can see that. Okay. Uh, really, just a really nice, smooth turning adjustment knob on the neck. Uh, I haven't had any problems with this at all. Now, Running Off Instinct, viewer Running Off Instinct wrote, uh, I've had two, one gunmetal, one chrome, and the chrome was considerably harder to open and close. Both uh, much more so than a fat boy, uh, but the gunmetal was reasonable, perhaps a quality control issue. Uh, unknown, unknown, I would definitely contact Rockwell. I've not had a problem with mine. Mine is beautiful, wonderful, and smooth. Uh, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, again, it just, you just close the doors like that, and it comes to a stop, and then another about two, two and a half full turns, and everything locks in place. I've, I, I, it's very, very smooth, very, very easy. Um, running off instinct is probably correct. It's uh, quite possibly a quality control issue. Uh, contact Rockwell and um, let us know uh, what happens and uh, how they told you to proceed with the with the issue. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is a really, really fantastic razor. It reminds me to tell everybody, if you're looking for a really, really nice razor uh, to give as a Christmas gift, the Rockwell T2 is another great, great razor. I've gotten some really, really nice shaves from it. I like the stability of the razor head, again, because it locks everything in place and it adjusts, smoothly adjusts from one to six. So 
I wouldn't let the small quality control issue scare you away. I'm sure Rockwell will address it appropriately. Uh, but really, give the Rockwell T2 a look. It really is terrific. And I've seen some sales on Black Friday. And hopefully, you know, check it out. Maybe there's a Cyber Monday sale going on. I'll have to confirm that. Uh, if there is, I'll definitely link it below. Uh, but really, the Rockwell T2 is a terrific, terrific adjustable razor. Makes a great, great Christmas gift. It just has that classic safety razor look from the handle, the knurling, uh, the twist to open mechanism, the adjustment dial. It just really has a great, great safety razor look and it delivers a really, really nice shave, and it's adjustable. So if you give it to the wet shaver in your life, they'll be able to dial in the perfect shave. Unknown, unknown, hope you resolve the issue with Rockwell. Let us know what happens. Thanks very much for the comment. And that wraps up this week's new wet shaving gear segment. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. Okay, this question comes from viewer Todd St. Antoine. Todd, I hope I pronounced your last name correctly. It's S-T-A-N-T-O-I-N. S-T and then A-N-T-O-I-N-E, St. Antoine. I hope I pronounced that correctly, Todd. Anyhow, Todd wrote, Hi, really like your YouTube channel. You've taught me many things about wet shaving. Uh, Todd, thanks very much for the nice words, but all this great information comes from the viewers. I've learned a great deal from the viewers as well about the traditional wet shave. I'm happy to pass along the information, but all credit to the viewers of this channel. Uh, Todd continues, about six months ago, I switched from disposable razors. I've been using them for years. Wet shaving is much better after the small learning curve. I have a question. As a child, I remember a debate my father and grandfather got into about shaving. My dad was fed up with razors causing irritation and used electric razors. He claimed they were better. My grandfather was all about the wet shave. He told my father that he must be doing something wrong and no matter what razor he used in time, his face would become accustomed to it. My question, do you agree that a man's face can become accustomed to any razor. Personally, I've noticed either my face is getting more used to shaving or my technique is much better, meaning pre-shave, etc. Maybe both. What do you think? One more quick thing. Thanks for taking the time to make your videos. Not only have you helped me, but I know you've probably helped many new wet shavers out there that have no one to teach them the wet shave techniques. Yours truly, Todd. Todd, again, thank you very much for the kind words. Really do appreciate it. Regarding your question, uh, I was an electric razor user for many, many years. And then I came back to the traditional wet shave. And I've mentioned this before, and it's worth mentioning again. When I came back to the traditional wet shave, I found that it took probably a good two months or so for my face and skin to become accustomed to the traditional wet shave. Now, in my case, I think that's because I had been dry shaving with an electric razor for so many years that when I came to the traditional wet shave and was using water and a good quality shave soap with some really, really great skin food ingredients, 
my skin took time to drink it all in and kind of change and adapt in order to accept that safety razor. And yes, I think technique is also another factor that comes into play. Uh, you, you actually, you refine your technique, you uh, understand uh, how to let the razor do all the work uh, using a light touch. As I say, 30 degrees, a light touch, let the razor do all the work, gentlemen. That comes into play more and more uh, as you do the traditional wet shave every single day. You learn, uh, you learn your face. You learn uh, how your whisker grows if you map your beard, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, you just kind of get a lay of the land and just, uh, just understand more the relationship between razor, blade, soap, etc., cetera, uh, and all that kind of comes together. A lot of it, uh, I think, over time is muscle memory, too. Uh, someone who uses a cartridge razor and then comes over to the traditional wet shave using a safety razor, they have this tendency to press down uh, with a safety razor because they were pressing down with a cartridge razor. You have to kind of unlearn that. So yeah, that comes into play also. So all these factors kind of come into play. But I do think that uh, your, your skin and your face start to adapt and become accustomed to the, uh, the shaving routine, the blade, the razor, that sort of thing. And I do think that over time, your technique uh, does become more refined you understand the little nuances from razor to razor. Uh, I think that uh, muscle memory comes into, uh, into play as well. So uh, if you're using a very, very mild razor, you understand how to handle that. Uh, and uh, if you're using a razor that's a little more aggressive, you understand maybe some techniques and how to use that during a shave. For instance, riding the cap where you're, you're going to be riding the cap a little more when going against the grain, that sort of thing. Yeah, I really do think that your skin, your face, uh, really, become, really become accustomed to the safety razor shave. And I do think that uh, your technique improves and refines and becomes new, more nuanced over over time, I really do think that. I think your hunch is absolutely correct. Now, one additional thing regarding electric razors. Um, the only time I use an electric razor anymore is if I get a terrible, terrible wound on my head. If I bump or bump my head or I gash my head open in some way and I find that there's too large of a bandage there or there's too large of an area there for me to reliably and safely do a shave with a safety razor, then I'll go to an electric razor uh, in order to shave my head and shave that area there. Uh, I don't think the electric razor is as good as a safety razor for head shaves. Uh, my order of um, enjoyment and order of efficiency uh, with shaving my head is as followed. Uh, the safety razor, absolutely. That gives me the best closest, longest lasting head shave, followed by a cartridge razor. Three blades or less is what I prefer in the cartridge razor head, followed by an electric razor. Uh, as I say, as an electric razor user for many, many years, I kind of understand the ins and outs of this 
and some of the shortfalls. One of the biggest shortfalls of an electric razor, in my opinion, is the wear and tear on the cutters and the foil heads. You have to replace those uh, every so often. And really, even after replacing them, they become uh, dull again uh, more quickly than you would think. Uh, whereas with a safety razor, you know, all you have to do is put in a new razor blade. Put in a new razor blade. You can have a, you can have a fresh blade as often as you want to, even every day if you want to. Uh, and uh, that's really my routine. Two to three shaves with the razor blade and then on to a new blade. Uh, yeah, you know, your skin, your rules, as one viewer uh, has often said, I know a lot of wet shavers out there like to use uh, a razor blade, uh, the same blade for four, five, six, seven shaves. I'm someone who says, hey, my skin and my face deserve a new blade as often as possible. And that's the big advantage of a safety razor over a cartridge razor and over the electric razor in that you can get that new sharp blade in there as often as you want. They're great, they're sharp, they deliver a wonderful shave, and it's also very, very cost effective. So your hunch is correct, Todd, really. I'm so glad you came to the traditional wet shave. I'm glad that the channel and the viewers on this channel have helped you out. Uh, I, your hunch is correct. Your skin adapts, your face adapts, your beard adapts, your technique uh, improves and refines and becomes more nuanced, especially if you're going from one safety razor to another. Yeah, it's the greatest way to shave, my opinion. I think a lot of wet shavers out there will agree with me. And it's the greatest time right now to be doing the traditional wet shave because there is, there is so much great wet shaving gear out there that's available. Great soaps, great creams, aftershaves, safety razors, blades, you name it. There is so much out there. You'll find a razor, a blade, a soap, etc., that will fit your skin type, your beard type, and your wallet and budget. So, Todd... Thanks so much for a really, really great question. I hope this answer helps, but I think in many ways you answered the question yourself. Uh, you're on the right track. I think your hunch is correct. Todd, thanks again very, very much. Viewer Christian Gutierrez asked the following question. I still don't know what the screw on the SE razor is for other than holding it together. Does someone know? Hey, Christian, I absolutely know the answer to this one uh, in regards to the supply SE. You're talking about this screw right here that holds this SE base plate into the, uh, you know, onto the razor, uh, so to speak. Well, uh, before the supply SE razor with this Nick Stop technology and the fin guard right there, they offered the uh, supply 2.0. And the 2.0 came with uh, two additional base plates. Uh, here it is right here. It's a straight bar like this. And it came with two additional base plates. Uh, and uh, one was, um, well, you can, write, you can see it right here. One was uh, in a, so three dots right there meant that it was an aggressive uh, base plate. Let me show it to you right here. Okay. So there it is right there. You get three dots right there. So you could actually plug this in in place of the base plate that I have there right now. Uh, and they also had a mild base plate and a medium base plate. So you could customize your shave 
to your face type. Or you could uh, switch the plates on the fly during your shave if you wanted to start with an aggressive uh, shave and then the second or third pass go to something a little milder. Well, then what they did was they introduced the uh, SE plate and they just went to the Supply SE uh, and the uh, Supply 2.0 and those base plates kind of fell by the wayside. But if you had a Supply 2.0 razor like this, you could buy an SE plate right there, right like that, and then just you know un undo the screw right here and plug it in and then you could have an SE, a Supply SE single edge injector razor. It really is a neat, neat system. So as you can see from my 2.0, I bought an SE plate. So in, in essence, I have a 2.0 and I also have an SE uh, in this uh, brushed chrome look and I also have an SE uh, in, in black. So that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of what I have in the way of of uh, supply razors, but it really is a neat neat system. And uh, the 2.0 had different levels of aggression, so you could find the appropriate one for your particular shave. And yeah, undoing this screw right here would take the plate off, and then you could put in a plug in another plate. So if you have a 2.0 and you want an SE, you don't have to buy the, the entire SE razor. You could just buy an SE plate. That's the way they were marketing it recently. So that's why the screw is there. It holds that base plate in there. You can still inject a razor blade. And uh, you, when, you know, once the base plate's in there, once you've got it screwed in there and everything is nice and solid, you can just go ahead and inject your razor blade and have your shave. And if you want to swap it out, with a, a milder uh, base plate or with the uh, SE plate, you can do that too. And once that's in there, then you know, inject your blade or, or however you want to go about your shave. It's just really, really a terrific, terrific system. So um, that's why that screw is there to remove that base plate because of the interchangeability that the supply razors offered. So I hope that answers your question, Christian. Viewer Rodney Ripplinger checked in and he wrote, Hi Mark, here's a link to an article that describes the difference between a super adjustable and a Black Beauty Gillette and their history. Uh, the uh, title of the blog article is The Amazing Story of the Gillette Super Adjustable and Black Beauty. This comes from Sheldon Quinn's blog up at globalshave.club. I will link it below. Uh, Rodney continues, what I thought I had was a black beauty, but it really is, is a super adjustable, SA-109. Mine is an N3, 1968, July to September. The later black beauty razors have a bottom plate made out of black plastic instead of nickel plated brass. I like having a metal base better, but I read that the plastic one worked out fine, no problems. Rodney. Hey, Rodney, thanks very much for the, for the information on this blog article. Folks, I will post the link below so you can read this really very informative article about the Black Beauty and the uh, Super Adjustable. Based on what I looked at, it looks like this might be a Super Adjustable as well. The codes on mine are T4. The code on mine is T4. And uh, I'm not sure what year 
or quarter that is. I'll have to look that up after I'm done shooting this video here. But yeah, these are absolutely wonderful, wonderful razors. This one came courtesy of Jim from Northfield. Thank you again, Jim. Uh, it's a really an exceptional adjustable razor. It just delivers a wonderful, wonderful shave. I think it's a little milder. In my humble opinion, it's a little milder than the Gillette Slim. In my book, that's absolutely fine. But yeah, these are these are terrific, terrific adjustable razors. And again, as we talked about earlier, the Rockwell T2 and locking down the razor head. Uh, same thing here. You would close the uh, the doors here and then give it that extra quarter turn there that locks everything in place. Uh, just really a wonderful, wonderful performing adjustable razor, a vintage adjustable razor. Yeah, so get up there and uh, check out that article. I believe it's by Sheldon Quinn uh, at the globalshave.club. I will have the link below. Very, very informative. Rodney, thanks very much for passing along the information. Really do appreciate it. That wraps up another Monday morning mailbag for this week. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. When you go online, please get up there, pay them a visit. Sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Okay, we've got another double take cartoon puzzle for you. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.